Welcome back to Bet One. We are back again. It's your host, Kenny O. And also we have, and today we have a nice little docket. It's been a while, but we are back once again like we never uh, like we never left. First thing we're going to talk about is K, uh, KD, Kyrie, the whole net situation. How do you feel about it, Kurt? Uh, I want to see what happened just personally because I want to see. We, 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 we talk, I think we talked about Russell Westbrook in one of the last ones. And uh, I want to see if they could really pull off a Kyrie Russell Westbrook trade. Because if they did, that would be wild. Like, like because they didn't want to give up the first round pick for John Wall, right? Which made sense because he ended up getting bought out anyway and then not signing with the Lakers. But, uh, <laughs> but if they, I'd, I'd give up that first round pick if I was getting Kyrie Irving. Even if it just like uh even though we know Kyrie don't want to be there, I'm giving him a sweetener because I don't want him to go anywhere else. Like you get the expiring Russell Westbrook contract, who is a player who wants to play and is gonna do everything he can to play, and you get uh, a first round pick. I don't know what other what the other teams out there who want Kyrie have to offer, but just on that Kyrie point, like I I wanna go and get Kyrie. I wanna see where he lands. To that last point, how many teams do want Kyrie besides the Lakers? I don't think it's anybody. I don't know. I think the Mavericks would take him. I Kyrie and Luka. Yeah, you. They just like they just lost Brunson. Like Luka can't do it by himself. So I think I would if I'm the Mavericks, I go get him. Uh, Houston, they seem to be uh settled settled in on tanking for the rest of the the season. Um. I don't, I, I don't know who else, but there's a lot of teams that need good, a good point guard, and Kyrie can ball. But Kyrie, would Kyrie be conducive to making their team better? Or would he be conducive to just adding points? He'd be conducive. Not saying that Kyrie ain't a good player, but you have to have a team that fits him. And I think, obviously, I don't know a team besides the team with LeBron that can Kyrie can work on. But I feel like some, not every team is uh, built to win. Or That's wants true. to win. So if he just trying to put butts in seats, I feel like a, the maybe the Jazz, since they're on the rebuild, the uh, Orlando Magic, the Sacramento Kings, I'd give up uh, uh, Fox for him. Like, Fox is a good player, but he is what he is. That is true. He's kind of who he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, who did the – where was Kyrie's um, – uh, destinations he wanted to go to. You remember? I do not. I know. I think both the Lakers, both the LA teams. Yeah, Mavericks, Knicks, Mavericks. Yeah, that was one. I really can't think of anybody else. Let me see. I'm trying to look it up. Um, it could have been a long list. There was a few teams. Was Philly one, or was that uh, for um, Westbrook? I no, I think Philly was one. Maybe. Cause I was like, how how does that work? If you want to go to Philly, and James just left to get away from you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he wants to go. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I agree. I even though James is washed at this point. Well, he's not washed. He just I don't think playoff James is a thing. No, he's washed. All the nights in the strip club and got back to him. They done caught up to him. 
I'd take James Harden on my team if he wasn't for forty million dollars. How much would you take him for? Thirty. I wouldn't. I would take him for twenty, maybe twenty-five. Yeah, I, I'd do twenty. In the, like my, my max number would be thirty million for James Harden because I think I, I'm gonna get that back. I wouldn't. Uh, he's not one. All right. So when do you get money? You get money from going into the playoffs. He would not be. He would not be good at all in the playoffs. Or he might be good one game, but then he's off the next two games. He's but so inconsistent. I have to be accountable for the roster that I put together. So if if I if I like you go you go in knowing that. At this point, we go in knowing that. So I'm gonna be yeah. accountable for the roster and have some dogs. So if James Harden is thirty million for you, then that means he's your number two. I can I can do that with a, a with a number two, but like maybe because if I, I think if Joel and B stays healthy for this playoffs, maybe it's a he's a James Harden is a good number two. The problem was Joel and B went down, and James Harden was still the number two because Maxi stepped up. So that was that was the problem. Joel and B went was, down. If if you go in knowing he's your number two, I think you got a, a decent situation. I mean, when he went when they went in, I thought he was a number three. I thought Maxi was number two the whole time. True. To be honest, if James Harden is your number three or four. All right, I'm. I'm. That's the team that can go in the playoffs. But number two, but you nah. can have a thirty million dollar three. Not and not you'll be a good team, in my opinion. Draymond's a thirty million dollar three. Who? Draymond. But he's different though. He does a lot. He okay, does so, a lot. So, so is Clay a thirty million dollar three in this name case? Another, you like Clay? Name another one. Another thirty million dollar three. Yeah. Uh, what's the name was one Russell Westbrook, but that didn't really work out. Yeah, it wasn't see, really a three; exactly. he was really a two, if you want to be honest, because AD never, never gonna play. Um, uh, what's the name? Um, Holiday, Drew Holiday. Let me see this man contract. Yeah. Drew Holiday's like like twenty seven thirty. <laughs> Let me see. What's he at? Yeah, you're right. He's 33. So he's a $30 million three. Uh in the future. Bam's probably gonna be a $30 million three. Or who's the, the who's number two? Right now, probably Lowry, but he's like 20 something. And then when uh, they when they re-sign uh Tyler Hero, Tyler probably gonna get 30. So or close to 30. I don't. I think Bam's already number two. I don't think Lowry. I think he's at the end of his career. He is, but Bam won't shoot the ball. That's what. That's what makes him a three. But I think talent, talent wise, he's he's probably just as talented as Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be real, but he won't I shoot agree. the ball, so it doesn't matter what your talent says. I agree. I agree. That's a good point. Why are big so soft now? I don't think it's all right. See, so you need to need to say something that, that struck a chord with me now. I think that it's not about all right. So, what do you mean by soft? Let's let's go there. Like they're soft. They don't have that. There's no big in the league outside of Embiid that got a killer mentality. Like like AD, he just uh, Jokic is good, but he's not a dog. That's why they don't get eliminated in the first round every year. I uh, mean, they had their whole team was injured. What do you mean? Who Jokic? The Nuggets, yeah. So? You're supposed to be the two-time back-to-back MVP. Like, what? Okay. First round of exit for a back-to-back MVP? Yes. When the, Steve when you, Nash didn't even do that. Say it again. 
Steve Nash didn't even do that. Because Steve Nash is he can he has the ball at all times. When you a post player, especially a back to the basket player, you depend on your guard play. Regardless of how good you are. You need somebody to get you the ball. There's ways around that. We, how? There's ways around that. Jokic bring it up the court? There there's it's called good coaching. Good coaching can get you the ball in the paint, man. It's uh, all right. But but it's not all right. So look, peep this. When you're playing on the team and you're a good and you're a good post player, you get the ball, everybody on you. If if your guards are not dependable for shooting, what are you gonna do? They can't shoot, what are you gonna do? They can't create their own shot, what are you gonna do? Everybody's just on you. No matter how good of a pass you are, it's gonna be hard to score. I just not 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 first round. You you might have a point, but not first round. Who they play again? I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. Was it the Warriors? I think it, I was just about to say they played the the yeah they played the Warriors, the champions. What that mean? That means you got a six five a six five center guarding you. What? Get out of here. The thing is, though, this is what this is what I was gonna say. It, whenever I watch the NBA or, or college or even any level of sports, anytime a player is bigger, they let them get pummeled down low in the paint, pummeled. And I'm like, how are you supposed to have an advantage, a size advantage? But they let the um, smaller people foul you all the time. And then if you touch them, now you foul. Now you in foul trouble. You're like it's a lose lose situation. Back to back MVP. You figure it out. Oh, like, the MVP stands for figure it out. The oh, MVP stands for figure it out. Stop it. Stop it, Kirk. Stop. You must be stopped. I'm must just saying that's what the MVP stands for. For me, the MVP means you're going to figure it out. Stop it. You can't figure out refs. Can't change the way refs are refing. Yeah, you can. How? You elbow somebody in the mouth. And then anytime you move, they're gonna give you a foul. They're gonna call you. Oh no, good no, not you not not like oh like not like next play. Uh not a not a next play elbow in the mouth, like, oh, I gotta sit down for the rest of this game. We're gonna change the officiating for the series. You no, you you elbow somebody not not like, oh, he caught me in the mouth. Okay, next change of possession. No, you elbow somebody in the mouth and you make the league say something. And they're you know they're not gonna suspend you. Why? Because you're a back to back MVP. What would that accomplish, though? You're going to get ref differently. They're well, going. They're going to. They, they're going to know that they have to ref you differently, or shit's going to go down. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, but all I know is. But bigs don't have that mentality no more. Because they can't, bro. You getting pummeled out there, and you can't do anything. You do it back. You can't do it back. Look, look, just watch. Watch when they download. Watch when they download, watch how guards be fouling them, and watch when they try to like move a guard, a guard immediately gonna flop for a charge, or they immediately gonna um call a foul. Make them earn the charge. Like that's the thing. If you're going to get the charge, earn it. Well, but bigs don't think like that. Like if you're gonna foul, if I if I'm gonna get this foul, I'm going to go through you. The next time you think about taking the charge, you gonna you can be like, uh, maybe not. And then you're gonna try to take it, and I'm going to go. Through you, I got six of these mugs. I got six. I'm going through you four times. Oh man, 
That that it sounds good. It, it does sound. It it sounds nice, but it sounds really good. They're not gonna do that. But I don't know if, if the if the uh, reality will match the theory. I'm just saying, Bigs ain't they're not the same no more. We saw what happened. Carl Anthony Towns got into a fight with Joel Embiid, and he was like, "Oh, like I really got to do this." And it was the next season, he was that nigga. Like Carl Anthony Towns is pretty dope this year. No, he got Bell. less soft. That's because of Pat Bev. Which made him less soft. That's what I'm saying. These no, no, no. The same. Cat, Cat, Cat's different. He's he's been soft though. He was like he was actually soft, and now he's not soft. But I don't know, man. You can't. I wish every you guard. Could I wish every guard could play in a post and have somebody and just see how it is before they say, "Oh, this is so easy. Just do this." That's what I wish. I'm just saying, man. I the, the reason why I say it like this is because in my short tenure of playing high school basketball, I was supposed to guard Baby Shaq in practice, and it was hell. It was at the time he was like 280 pounds, and I'm barely six foot, and you make somebody earn it. That's all I'm saying. I had to guard Bryce. He was six four at the top. You make somebody earn it. I remember Dada, it hit me with an elbow. And I was like, the next time you hit me with an elbow, we fighting. And to, to like, I commend him. Because you know what he did? What? He hit me with an elbow. Like, that's the mentality you got to have. Now, I did chase him around that basketball court, and he did not want a single piece of this. And he ran, we, 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 I got to half court. I was about to, and then I felt Sherman and Baby Shaq laying on me. Because they had, they had to come get me. But I'm just saying, you got to be nasty down there. It don't work if you're not nasty. And I'm sorry. like, But back to Bam, like, shoot the ball. Be a match. He's aggressive. I agree. No, being, if you're if you talking about shooting the ball, I agree. He got to shoot the ball more. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's actually a pretty good shooter. I don't know why he's not shooting the ball. I, I agree. I agree. Now, since we're talking about post players, what about the Gobert trade? How you feel about that? I just thought of this, like, AD got to be the most, like, upset person in the world. Because the only thing AD's been asking is to not play center. Like, and then to look to look and be like, oh, they really moved. Like, Carl Anthony Towns is now a truly a power forward. And, like, no longer. I think Carl Anthony Towns going to eat. He don't got to guard the best big no more. That the only thing is there's going to be a space situation. But other than that, I feel but Carl Anthony Towns can go inside out. Like, I don't want him shooting too many threes, but put put what's the name? Put a uh, go bear in the dunker spot, run it through Carl Anthony Towns and figure it out. But I think it, overall, I think obviously Minnesota won the trade because they gave up what? But um, they gave him a couple firsts. They gave up four firsts. But they're a good team now, so they gave them four first and four players. Oh no, they're a good team now, so I don't really think them first gonna be including a first round draft pick. So that's five first and three players. I don't know, bro. That's you hammers your whole entire future for Rudy Gobert. Okay, they gave up Patrick Beverly. He's a piece that could be given up. Yeah, I agree. Uh they gave up Malik Beasley, I believe. Yeah. He's a coon, so you can give him up. Uh, I re- I'm trying to get better, bro. I, I I literally said that I was gonna be better. 
And I've only cussed once, but my, my personality. What, what cuss would you say? I said the S word. Uh okay. But I feel like I feel like Minnesota won that trade. I feel like everybody uh we'll see if Utah ruined this trade because them draft picks, you better hit. You you might so, find the honest. That is true. So the Jazz got Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Balmero, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, the 2023, 25, 26, oh, sorry, 2023, 25, 27, and 29 first-round picks, and then a 2026 pick swap. So they got five players and five picks. Vanderbilt's a dog. I like Vanderbilt. He, he's a dog. Uh, Bro, that's 10 future players, 10 current and future players for Rudy Gobert. We'll see. Cause they hit on they hit on what's his name? Donovan Mitchell. I really don't know any Royce O'Neal. They're good with finding decent they're they're good with finding players that fit. Yeah. So I think they out of them five picks, they might hit on two. I think they will hit on two. Let me reset that. I think out of the five picks, they will hit on two. Okay. Which now you have a if you keep Donovan Mitchell, you got a Pretty solid future. Send Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. For what? RJ Barrett and uh, what's that boy name? Hey, what's his name? He used to be on the Lakers. Randall? Yes. For them two. Yeah, you're going to be a 10 seed every year, play in every year. <laughs> what are you talking about, RJ Barrett and Randall? <laughs> you're going to be in the play in every year, bro. <laughs> Nah, um, no, but for real, I want to see um, Donovan Mitchell in another, in a big city. Just selfishly. I want to see him play for, like, have his own team where it's just him and see what he can do. Send him to Miami. That's the spot. You know what? I think that because Utah, they're saying they're blowing it up, I've, I, I'd put my money on Miami. Because you know Utah won another Gordon Hayward. So they'll go get Tyler Hero. And they're going to take uh, Duncan Robinson and maybe a couple first-round picks. That's what they're looking for. Another Gordon Hayward. The thing is, I don't disagree with you. Exactly. With you. And they're going to come disagree. in the 10th seed every year, and they're going to be happy about, who we made the play in with Duncan Robinson, uh, Tyler Hero, uh, Adam Morrison, uh... <laughs> David Lee, who else is out there? Uh, Stop it. Hey, um, hey. All right, let me uh, – Chad Holmgren, how do you feel about him? How do you think he's going to be in the NBA? Three-way trade to Utah. <laughs> uh, where's Gonzaga at? No. Uh, Chet, I think he'll be okay. I think we kind of seen who Chet Holmgren not- – you know what? I think he might be he might be decent. I give him he might get a couple all stars. I don't I doubt it. It really depends because they wanted him. Unlike because when I see Chet Holmgren, I see Ball Bowl. They're the same player to me, except for Ball can really shoot that mug and really handle that mug. Why does he not get any burn? Because he went to the Nuggets, and they already had enough bigs. You can put him at a small forward. Well, you could have, but they were trying to work Michael Porter back in. So, 
it's it's hard. Like I, I think Bobo is going to be successful. I don't know where he at right now, but I think if he gets the right opportunity, he could be successful. But I feel like Chet will be successful because Oklahoma wants him to. He's on the Magic. Bobo's on That's the Magic. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. And I will say that Chet Holmgren, I'll go out on a limb. That's my candidate for rookie of the year. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who who number one? Uh to the magic? Yeah. Panchero? Yeah. 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 Chet will win rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, Paolo Banchero. Yeah. Chet would. All the reason why I say that is because I think it's not a default. Unless somebody just come out of nowhere. But I'm looking at the top three guys. And uh once they went to Orlando, they love Jonathan Isaac. Don't know why, but Jesus Christ, they love them. Some Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> they love Jonathan Isaac. I will agree with you on that one. That is the only. This is probably the only time I'm gonna agree with you. But yeah, that 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 guy right there. Yeah, he beat you. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take that with you. Uh, uh they Orlando likes Jonathan Isaac, and they got a bunch of guards. So him getting on the he he gonna get on the court. He's the number one overall pick. And then um uh, the dude from the Rockets, they got a bunch of ball handlers, and I think yeah. that's what's gonna make the difference with him. Uh. The rookie from last year who went number two, uh, was it uh, Kevin something from he he was a uh, like a late first round early second but he a dog he came from the Cavaliers, he been balling with the Rockets, they got uh Jay Gup over there I feel like him he not gonna be he not gonna be a number one option or number two or number three, but with Shea Gildrish, oh my God if he's I think he's still. I think he's still in uh OKC. Yeah, yeah. With, with him at point. Yeah. He gonna get him a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you might be right. He gonna be good. Um, OKC is gonna be. I think the Rockets. They just need like a. They just need experience on their team. Yeah. They have a pretty good team, and if you look at the statistics. They weren't that good, but um, they played really. They played hard on um, the defensive end. Wait, I'm sorry. You said the Rockets were going to be good this year, or you no, said no, okay. no, no. I said they need experience to be good. Okay, Rockets ain't gonna be good for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. the, I, I agree, but they need experience. Yeah. They play hard though. True, but this is the um, the draft for 2022. We were talking about it, so I was like, let me share it. I just don't know if any of these guys are guys. Uh, this this guy's a guy. Oh my goodness! So you like Chet? I think Chet gonna be good. Okay. I don't know why. I just feel it. I just feel he's gonna be pretty good. All right. I think he's gonna be one of my biggest pet peeves. I can tell you that why? right now. Why? Uh, he's gonna be a seven footer that doesn't give you ten rebounds a game. You know how I feel about that. So, I, but he gonna give you some blocks. I give you that. He he, he gonna get ran through a couple of times because he's skinny. I feel like he's like he's going to when when he develops, he's going to be a really good like borderline all star. Maybe make us like miss a couple years, make it a couple years type player. 
You think he'll be better than um a dude that used to white dude used to play in New York? He got traded to the Mavs. Forgot his name. Dang. He used to play in New York. Oh, dude, he's seven foot. He was from like Russia or something. He used to play for New York. He got drafted by them. Oh, you talking about uh hell no, a dude who played for the Wizards right now? Um uh, Kristoff? Yes, Porzingis, no. yeah. No, no, Chris, so let, let's start with one thing. Chris, pause. Christoph is thick. That matters. That absolutely matters. Christoph is thick. He is not a small center. No. And he's tall. He already got a strap. Like, that's the thing. So, Chet is not a bad shooter, but Christoph came in as a shooter. He had the ability, like, from day one, you better come out here. And when you do come out here, I'm 7'3". Like, legit, shoes off. Like, what are you? No, he's not Kristoff. No, no way in hell. No. no. Here's the, I mean, here's like, what, when Kristoff first came into the league. No, no. The reason, the reason why he's not as talented as Kristoff Bazingas. The reason why people might think he's better and people are going to love him more is because he's homegrown. That's the only reason. That's true. Like that's it. That's true. He gonna make a he gonna make a he gonna make a couple a couple All Star games because of this right here. That's it. They love him. That's what I said. Three way trade to Utah. I don't know because he, he gonna be good in OKC. They ain't gonna want to trade him. They're not gonna want to trade him. I think I think I think he will be a. Legit NBA starter for a very long time, and they gonna make him seem like Christ. <laughs> I think, but the thing is, like, he is skinny, but his family said that he's been like lifting weights, he's been eating, um, eating a lot, he just can't get bigger. And, okay, that not means anything, like. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. You, you, if you're 180, you're 180. Like, what big can he guard right now? Just PJ Tucker, maybe. I think PJ might move him. He definitely gonna move him, but I mean, he's seven one. He's like he got like seven. I mean, like ten inches on PJ. Uh, and PJ's not a scorer. That's what my point. Like he. <laughs> people are going to try to put him in the rim every opportunity. Let him. He's going to come back down and give him buckets. It's, 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 a, it's a circle of life. But he's not a bucket. He wasn't a bucket at Gonzaga. Like He, he will be now. Mark oh, my oh. word. Speaking of food, what about McDonald's? The McDonald's guy. This right here. I want to know how you felt first, because I I enjoyed this too much. <laughs> I let's see what this person. If you aren't able to feed your kids instead of making one dad feel bad for the rest of what the rest of them aren't doing, let him take his child. Will his kid for you struggling to feed? She has her nails done. And that's where the McDonald's money went. A lot of people made a lot of assumptions on this uh, based off of this video. I thought it was hilarious that 
she was mad at him for pulling up and giving the kid McDonald's. But if you knew he was going to do that, why would you not give the other three kids McDonald's for yourself? You know what I'm saying? Or get the other fathers to give them McDonald's. I, 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 you said, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You good? Go ahead. I felt as if. I'm not, not working off assumptions. I'm simply going off what she said. She said, my baby daddy comes here almost every day and gives my son McDonald's and don't feed my other kids. Feed my other kids, right? Numero uno. You got an active baby father. Because to be there every day, my nigga. And then he, re he repeated it. So you're mad at an active baby father. Bruh, how dare you? And his and his next word was, where are the other fathers? So that means you have an unactive baby father. And you're mad at the active one. If you don't drink bleach, bruh. I and then also accountability. I had I had this uh, conversation with my wife, we arguing, arguing. If I am expecting something, right, and I know that it's nearby, I say the day. Maybe, maybe you're a little bit different, but if my food stamps come on Thursday, what's today? Today is I, I don't know. My phone ain't said it yet. It's today Tuesday. is Tuesday. So if my food stamps come on Thursday, I say Thursday. Because that's when they come in. Because Thursday is right around the corner. To me, when she said the 11th, that means that was a way away. That is proper management of your food stamps. For me, that's like improper management of your food stamps. How do you run out of food? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, she had to sell them. Because I know out here in Texas, you know what I'm saying? I know a couple people on food stamps. I know a couple people who sell food stamps, right? But I also know the reason why you sell them is because you got a bunch. And yeah. if you got three other baby daddies, that means you got this many baby daddies. That means you got this many kids on food stamps. Around yeah. my parts, the minimum is like $200 a child. Nigga, you got almost $800 in food stamps based off my math. Yeah. How do you go through $800 of food stamps? Giving them good food. She probably feeding them. How how do we how do we know that she not feeding them good? Because they ran out of food, nigga. You can't you <laughs> can't be fed good and not eat. Oh man, I have I had steak, pork chop, mashed potatoes, asparagus. We ate good for two weeks, and then the next two weeks you ain't got food. You ain't eating good, nigga. You hungry? And that's why probably why you giving them McDonald's every day. But, so the but, plan is we're gonna eat we're gonna eat out our means for two weeks and then we're gonna struggle and put it on your daddies for two weeks. What? Yeah, yeah, like they ain't already paying child support. But I heard that this is a fake. It's it's all fake. I hope it's fake. It's they said it's, it's fake. That 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 couple is together. Oh, okay. Yeah. They said it was just a skit. But nowadays you don't know what's real and what's fake. People will put something out and they'll say, Oh yeah, it's like this. But it's really not. And you just don't ever know. So I don't ever react to nothing.
I hope so, because if that was real, it probably bad thing is you like there's truth in every joke, right? Yeah. So you probably know somebody's going through some shit like that. Or going through some stuff like that. Like there's there are probably things like someone out in this world is doing that right now. No, I, I totally everyone knows that. I think that's why the, what the, where the argument really is is not that no one's really arguing about this situation. They're arguing about like stuff like this happens, and that's what they're really arguing about. I think whenever situations like this come up, that's what people really be talking about. But I I one hundred percent agree with you. There's no way on God's green earth you can be upset at that man for beating his child, even if he's your ex. And women, this is this is the part that gets me is that women do not understand how it feels to not have as much power when it comes to kids and children. They always say, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? And I'm like, man, the advice that women be giving dudes that be having kids when they have custody battles or custody trouble or anything like that, baby mama drama, is totally toned up to what men have to deal with. And this just literally echoed it. Like, why would you not do it? Oh, a stud would do it. And I'm like, what? At least you didn't end up with a Miles Bridges. <laughs> right. What? Stop playing. That was too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> but but the, but the fact of the matter is that women don't understand the how much power that they do have with the when it comes to having kids and yeah. the custody of kids and all those other things. And they act like, oh, everyone just has that power, but it's not. It's just women have that power. You have to be truly unfit to be a mother to be seen as being unfit to be a mother. Like, no matter how capable the father is. And um, somebody was saying, somebody had a really good, I don't know who said this, but somebody was like, if the father has to pay so much in child support, why not just give him the kid? Because he's the one that can support the child. I was like, that's totally true. Why not give her visitation instead of him? Let him pay for everything, the house and everything. Because they were like, child support is a lot because he have to pay for her. If she can't, if you have to pay for her and the child. She, she can't afford the child. Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad my pullout game has been strong for the most part. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know how you got to that point right there. I don't know how. I'm just you saying, like, I ain't want no, no baby mama drama, man. No baby mama drama. That you know uh Hey, I, I am. <laughs> what's weird? <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> 46 minutes. That's going to be going. I'm not putting that in there. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, so we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to ask you about this. How do you feel about the the state of guns in America. When I say guns, I don't mean handguns. I mean assault. Okay. Guns. I know you were about to say something about that. That's why I mentioned to make the clarification. I know. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> I'm watching this door. I'm paranoid. So if you don't know, I am extremely paranoid. I have been watching the hell out of this door because it is right there with the safety off. I'm not even looking. Bow, bow, bow. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, how do you feel about it? Especially when on Fourth of July, like people are saying, it's just like the irony of it happening off during the Fourth of July celebration. Ah, uh, it's really tough, man. Because you know I am a a Texan, 
through and through, man. I I love like I have uh I I like guns. I I really do. I plan on ha- owning more guns, but also plan on like learning about the guns. I feel like that's a big part that a lot of us miss, like the learning the learning and the appreciation part of guns. But at the same time, it's just like, bro, something got to change. Because if we could just walk outside and just just shoot people up because we got this easy access to it, bro, it's wild. Like, I know a while back, they was talking about, like, mental health checks for people with guns. That's kind of shaky for me because you know how they like to do us. But at the same time, man, like, something's got to be done, like, but I, I don't I don't I don't I don't personally have the answer because I'm right there in the middle. I'm a person who believes something has to be done, but also believes that I am going to have them. And by them, I mean quite a few like and I also. But I'm also like, hey, you walk up in this house like I'm like I'm putting you on a shirt like. But that's the thing. Somebody got to come into your house. You're not going to go out of your house with mm-hmm. your guns and, and do anything. And plus, even if you do, you you. I'm not going, I don't know what type of guns you have, but I'm, I'm sure you don't have an assault rifle that can just rip through people in 10 seconds. That's a, like, it's a difference. See, that's what they like, not yet. Like, because my thing is, I'm not going to go get anything that I ain't got time for, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, you said you want to learn and appreciate the gun. Because I want to learn. Like, I, I do want an assault rifle. Like, I'll go, I've shot them at gun ranges. Like, my dream gun is a bear. Like, I'm saving up for a bear. Like, what kind? What type of? I, I ain't never shot a sniper rifle in my life, but my this is my dream. I'm going to get one. But the fact that I can just go get one is, a, is also a problem. Like yeah. nigga, who I like I said, I appreciate guns, but I've never shot a sniper rifle. But I can go get a sniper rifle if I got eight thousand dollars. How that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then also sense. where, where my, my, my father cut you off, but also where I stay at, niggas just go outside and shoot. Like they really just like go outside, go look in the forest, and let them go. And it's legal here, like to literally go in your backyard and shoot. It's the cops don't even come. Like it's and so it's like it's tough, bro, because I understand that. We do need reform, but I want them when I want them all. <laughs> Got to catch them all. No, but um, to the point of the, the price point for guns, it it I never thought about it until just now, but that's why the shooters have all been white, just because of those guns. They cost so much money. If you, all you have to do is just pay for it. Who's the group of people with the most money? Well, I don't know about that. We had the most money in America. That's white people. They have easy access to it. And not only that, but they're no one will really look at them and say, oh, they're going to do X, Y, and Z, even though they show all the signs of it. People will protect them all the way through. Mm-hmm. And then when they do it, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. And we go find out, like, yeah, people, all these people said that they shouldn't be allowed near anything dangerous, which is wild to me. But if you are a black person, doing anything then automatically you're a danger to society yeah and that and i ain't gonna lie that's what got me into guns like not to be uh, aggressive but to be aggressive like i've always said i won't go out at zero i'm not going negative like and i and i and i mean that like not to be somber but i mean that wholeheartedly i'm not going alone 
I'm not going negative. I'm not going neutral. So you pull me over on some ho shit. I'm 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 going out plus one. Like I'm not going out silent. What is it? Do not go quickly. Do not go silent into the night. I believe yeah. that's wholeheartedly, nigga. Y'all put that in me. And by y'all I mean white people. That was a a mandatory learning, nigga. Do not go quick. Do not go silently into the night, nigga. Yes, nigga. I believe that, bro. Like, I, you pull me over on some bullshit or or uh, while I'm jogging type shit. Y'all want to play with me? All right, nigga. I'm not you. Who comes won't be who leaves. I promise you that. Not to like, like man, I'm getting, I'm going extra. But if three of you, you, if three of you come, two of you are leaving, nigga. I'm not going down negative. Yeah, yeah, nah, I feel it. I feel it. One of my biggest fears is to be running and then get stopped, like just going out for a run. I be like, damn. Especially if you running, you tired. Then ain't nothing you can do. Nothing just like um, Ahmad Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally my biggest fear, just to get somebody to run up on me like that. We had an assignment where the uh, teacher wanted us to uh, uh, run, like, run unconsciously, basically, not unconsciously, but, like, lose yourself in a run and become one with nature type shit. And I was like, I'm a nigga. I, I wrote this in the paper. I was just, not. Nah, I don't, I don't have that luxury to just go out and run bro i'm a not small nigga who normally wear gold chains gold earring gold watch like i look like a nigga like what what, what? i'm not i look and move like a nigga like you think i can really go outside bro i will run across this property and i really don't want to do that because we are allowed to shoot for no reason like what i said bro i, I took a little jog around a lot a couple times well i'm not what? I'm not doing that, bro. That's crazy. Nowadays, unfortunately, can't even run while black. I mean, that's that's been happening. It's not nowadays. That's true. A lot of stuff has been happening. It's just social media made it more visible. Hmm. That's the thing. But back to the the mass shootings and things of that nature is it's just crazy how out of control it is. And there's not been like people still want to fight and say we don't need any reform. How do you see this and say no reform is necessary? How 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 you say we need birth control reform, but not gun reform? Yes. That's wild. Yes, yes, yes. And I know we going all the way off topic, but I'm about to ask you another question because you just made me think about something. Somebody said, I heard someone say today that women are upset at the um, reversal of Wade versus Roe because it puts them in the same boat as men. And basically, now if you're pregnant, it's harder to get an abortion. Because as a mm -hmm. guy, if you don't want a kid, if she wants to have a kid, you get on child support. If she does want a kid, I mean, if she doesn't want a kid and you want a kid, she can go do whatever she wants to do. That's, uh, so now it's like, well, now you stuck too, just like we were stuck with your decision. So how do you feel about that? First off, I ain't never, never. Okay, hey, I can't say what I want because you already asked the question, but <laughs> I can't edit that out. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, it... What what did you want to say? You said as a guy, you're stuck with kids. If they yeah. don't want it. And I, was, I ain't never stuck because I believe.
can edit that out now. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's tough, bro. I, I feel what you're saying, like not like oh, we when the same situation as guys, but bro, like you telling people like. You gotta keep a rapist child, and that's 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 the only reason where only way like I like on one hand you do gotta be accountable for like the niggas right. you hit type wearing rubbers and all birth control blah 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 blah, but you telling people that you gotta keep a child that came from a rapist, that child ain't gonna have a good life. So end up in foster care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree and. Even though I said what I said, I did not agree with that statement. I'm not yeah, yeah, saying I back that statement. I just want to make sure that's no. I'm just saying I thought it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree. Of course, if there's a if it's a rapist child or anything along those lines, like um, incest or anything like that, of course you should be able to abort. Um, but I what I what I draw the line at is people or women having abortions as a form of birth control. That's 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 what I'm talking about. Like, if you can't wrap it up or get him to wrap it up, then. But also, in the same way, it's only it's ultimately on the man to wrap it up so that you don't have kids. So, like, you make the first decision before giving her the choice of like trying to beg her for an abortion. But still, like, I don't think Bro, you should do that. As, abortion like, as birth control is wild. That's yeah. That's what people. That's what people are. But that's the thing. Like that's what people are trying to use it for, though. Some people. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. Of course, not all of them. But some people be like, like they'll be out there doing it. Random, random niggas, and then they'd be like, "Oh, now I'm pregnant. I'm about to go get an abortion." There, there was a joke. It's not. A, it's not a good joke. But they had this joke for this one girl. They said she got ten bodies. She had ten abortions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like the one joke when uh, uh, I was watching this is, I don't want to say this, but it was a joke on one of them little uh, uh what's that one? One of them little hood rats. Now, uh, oh wait, are we are we talking about the W or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's, let's right, uh, so yeah, last topic, guys. We went to the Dallas versus Sparks game, I believe. Yeah. Yep. How would well, I want you to rate? Was that your first W game? That was my first one. Uh, rate your experience. Tell me about your experience. Honestly, I would give it like an eight. I, I had a lot of fun. It was actually pretty good and pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. I probably so that was it. That was that was my second. That was not that far off, uh, and I. A W fan, but uh, I it wasn't the kids' night. It was it went wild. Kids' night was lit, bro. You if y'all could have got here a couple of days earlier, kids' <laughs> night was lit, bro. Uh, they had it loud. It was rocking. But okay, but during that game, you know, I I what I would call some, oh, it's not necessarily controversy or whatever. Dallas is up twenty points. Four minutes left, and they finally put in Charlie Collier. You know, she was the number one overall pick from last year. You know, she ain't been playing much, but they finally put her in up 24 minutes left, right? So that's 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 the first part. 
Second part is they took the squad back out 30 seconds later and put in their starters up 20. That was wild. Like, okay, so kind of break down how you feel. Like, what were you thinking at the time or how you would feel on the other side? I mean, in my opinion, I'll answer the second question first. In my opinion, if you beat me, you beat me. Like, I don't care if you have your starters in the whole time. It's not going to affect how I play. I'm not going to be mad or anything. If I'm getting blown up, I should just play better. That's mm-hmm. the way I feel. I don't believe in running up the score and being upset at that respect, disrespect. The only amount of respect you deserve, I deserve is the amount that I've earned from you in that game. If you're running up the score on me, I was just asked. Like, you, you win. Okay. But on on the coach's side, like, that is how people get injured, and especially some everybody doesn't think the way I do. People be people get upset. Somebody mm-hmm. go after your players. Somebody like they'll give you hard fouls because they had their best players in on um, the Sparks did. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, like why did he put them right back in? And they were they were looking really tired when he took them out. Like they were they were gassed. Yeah, when he took them out. And um, yeah, I just thought that it was. I wouldn't have done it. But also, I don't. I'm not upset if somebody did it to me. I wouldn't be upset if somebody did it to me. So that's what I'll say. And so my initial thought was, at the four minutes mark, you want to put me in, right? Charlie Collier, I hope I said name right. First number one overall pick from last year. Maybe it ain't going the way that I expected it to go, but I think she was the fourth big. Uh, cause they uh Isabel. Then they went to the tall chick who could dunk, and then they went to, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm number seven. Bam! So she was the fourth big in the rotation. Former number one overall pick is the fourth big in the rotation. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like at this point, just let me go, <laughs> right? Because if you're not gonna play me, I you, you can only do. I can only develop so much on the bench. Like I can work on all my moves in the offseason. I but if I can't do them in game, it doesn't matter. Also, you don't have the passers for me. That's a big that's another situation where I would the, the two games that we went to this week, you notice that oh, they don't know how to just dump it down low. Maybe that's not in the game. But is she that good? She's gonna be able to score regardless, though. See what you did there. Nice little callback. Nice little callback. But but they they had no ability to dump the ball down. Like they were forcing it. Like they would have somebody wide open. Well, maybe that it's not that they didn't have the ability. Their need to run the play is absolutely it's it's stupid. Yeah. If you if you can run the play, a play that's designed to get the ball down low. And you get it two passes earlier, give it to her there. Yeah. Because they would they they would swing the ball around and then the post player would have her hand up, have the person sealed. I think she had a smaller guard on her. She had a, she, or yeah. a, just a guard. And then they swung it back around so she would go back up and then come down the other way. And then you they forced the ball in when she had two people on her. Why did she have two people on her? Because we know what you're trying to do yeah. at this point. But Never know mine. As a coach, you up twenty, you put your starters in. All right, where's my who's who's my run our test? Where's my Ben Wallace? Let's you go get the better, coach. You should have been better, coach. I, I understand that, but I wasn't. 
All right. You, then, you, then you, next time, you know, the next time, blow them out. And they did. The next time they did blow them out, but still. Okay. You, you locked down, you locked down Liz Cambage. You know, NECA didn't have a great game. Cool. You got it, bro. You, you do this. I've took, I've, I've accepted the loss. I've taken my starters out. And you want to put your starters back in? All right. Where's where who where's my run our test? I'm going to foul your best player harder than necessary. And then I'm gonna look at you. Because you you know what you're doing is is not it's not good. It's just it, it wasn't a smart play. And then like like I said, she's not playing Charlie. I remember a few months ago, uh, because I was watching a training camp because they had it at uh my school or whatever. And I was like, oh, that coach was that coach was coaching. And somebody hopped in my uh, on my Twitter page was like, nah, bro, she need to be fired. And I was just like, nah, I was like, nah, like when I was there, like she wasn't just coaching her her girls, she was coaching the uh guys that were there. Like, cause you know, they had guys come hoop with them. Or whatever. They volunteer the guys that volunteered. She's like, no, she was coaching the guys and she was coaching them up. And I was, I was just watching on the sideline. I was like, she was really coaching. And then I was like, no, 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 no. You 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 missing something, bro. Like she should have been going last year. And just watching it, I'm just like, I have no arguments. If you say she should be gone, I'm not even gonna say nothing. Like, why won't why don't you volunteer to to play with them? I, I was out of shape. At, like I'm still out of shape, but <laughs> I because I, I I thought about it. One of the dudes I was sitting with, he actually volunteered, and uh, he's been to a couple games this year, and uh, he was practicing with them. But I was like, I'm too out of shape. To do anything, let's just be one thousand percent. Like I'm, I'm gonna need a break, and they run for minutes, bro. Yeah, yeah. They run yeah. like, like, like. At first, the guys were they were doing okay. Like obviously, these are professional women, and you're talking about volunteer guys, but volunteer guys who can hoop. Like so, they were doing okay, but by minute nine consecutively, and you ain't got no subs, and they constantly subbing out. Oh. I ain't got nothing for you. Like, leave it to the young bulls. I'll probably be done by minute three. <laughs> and they run in full court. Like, yeah. Af- after training, after going through the play, that's when I realized, like, oh, they really about to, during the game, I realized, oh, they're about to run this play all the way through because that's what they do in practice. In practice, uh, they can't break the play. So uh, in game, they can't break the play. Uh but like people don't understand in professional, even college sports, you take a stopwatch from whenever someone makes a makes a shot or gets a rebound, and how fast everybody gets past that half court line. Yeah, it is entirely different from pickup. That is the difference in any anybody who's played any type of real basketball and anyone who's a street ball player. Because once you once they make that shot, you get back on D. The, because they Thank call you. a made shot a fast break. They gone, and that's what I realized. Uh, uh, Isabel Harrison was a dog. Like I watched her like like call for four plays in a row like during training camp uh, against niggas like I was just like uh, like she got the ball she did a little uh, post move layup and, or whatever and it, I think the guy might have been like a little bit smaller than me or whatever but he, he might have been a little bit thicker she uh she did a post move layup she came back down court give it back babe other way other way she did she, did it came right back down. Give it back. Did it again. And so the next time, dude trailing, dude run right to the post. Cause that, that was one of the problems the guys were having. I wish, like, like, I understand, like, 
there in a, in, in motion, but you're never going to have a big just run to the paint without being touched. So in my mind, I'm like, nigga, touch her now. Nigga, touch yeah. her now. Like, you yeah. let her get all the way to a spot without touching her. I'm like, yeah. touch her now. And so yeah. he finally ran to the spot that she was going to, and she was trying to play. She was like, right here, hit the three wide open, just looking at him like, fuck you talking about? Like, nigga, I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, she a dog. <laughs> she a dog. Dang. Dang. But, um... Just really quickly, I got to go in like a couple of minutes. Okay. So we fault. should go ahead and wrap this thing up. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I got really into the WNBA talk. I apologize. No, I wish we had talked about it earlier. Yeah. But uh, really interesting. that's been another episode of Bet One. You know, follow us. Oh, he's putting up ones. Okay. I thought yeah, he had ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us. I'll go on... yeah. Instagram is uh, bet underscore zero O N E. I think might be the same thing on Twitter. Uh, follow follow Kenneth at Ken Cast Podcast. Pirate King Ken, and you know for me it's just my name, man. Question underscore Kirk, man. Uh, thank you for watching. Be safe and be easy.